Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. Because when you started, you sucked. You weren't good. You were terrible. You know? And it took you to do that in order to get to the point where you put 12 deals under contract last month, which we're going to talk about that in a second. Walk us through uh, those first couple of calls and and how you mustered up the courage to do that and and how you kept going. Well, I I like dabbled with the role play partner for a little bit. And um, I, I, to be honest, like it was just not I have three kids at home running around crazy. I mean, when during my Facebook live calls in January, like there was very regularly a child like running, you know, in the background. Doing cartwheels, jumping and. Oh yeah. yeah. Just asking me what's for dinner. You know, would you like for me to pick your nose? Like all the things. All those things. I get it. Yeah. Um, But they, um, yeah. So I started making calls totally terrible. um, And I, I, I would say like looking back, like I, I quit after, like I would make calls and it was uncomfortable and I didn't want to do it. So I didn't. And so I would do it, but I, then I would get angry because I had made all these calls last Tuesday and I haven't followed up. So like, am I going to make last Tuesday's work totally irrelevant? Like, That's so right. then that would give me some courage to like make the follow-up call. And, but I was using Red X, which is not a fantastic system for follow-up. So then I was confused and it was overwhelming and just, you know, all the things that keep you from really making the calls. Um, and it was, a, go ahead. Okay. No, no, it's good. It was about two weeks into making the calls that I realized that, and this is like a huge mental shift for me, that like I'm calling based off of a plan that I'm learning. But the client on the other end, they have no idea I've done it wrong. And so even if I do call and totally botch the call based off of my standards, um, they don't have any standard of a call. And when I did that and I really just I was just making another call and I would make another call. But in when I started the 31 day challenge in January, it taught me just so much about just getting in and doing it. Like, don't make an excuse, just make the phone call. And every call that I made um, and really videoing. Um, and I was so mortified the first couple of days of videoing myself. Like I, it was mortifying, but everybody else was doing it. So I was jumping in. Like, I felt like that was my safe space. Like if everybody else is doing it and making terrible calls, I can make terrible calls too. It's free game. That's why we do it. Because yeah. we all go through shared suffering together. Yeah. Yeah. So I um, then like by like day 10, like January 10th, I started to watch myself in the videos, which was I still do it. Like I'll go back every day when I make the calls on live. I spend like 20 minutes going back and looking at the calls that so answered and um, just seeing how I did good, what I did bad, what I should have said, um, an objection. It's your game film. It's game film. Yeah. And then, You're watching Kayla Fisher game film. 
So, and it was, it's honestly like so fun to me now to like make calls for a session and go back and look at what I can do better because every time I made calls in January, I just, I got better and I got better and I got better. And, um, and now, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not perfect by any means. And I do not, like, I just landed my first expired listing last week, had no idea what to do, but, um, you know, I, I knew that the call was the hard part for me. Yeah. But here's what happened. So, but the thing is, is like, so then you did it. You went through the, the January, the, the 31 day challenge. You called every day. Your skills got better. You ended up putting 12 deals under contract in January, which now they're all hopefully closing. You're getting paid in February. What, what, so let's, let's break that down. What was, what were some key things from your skills perspective where you started setting appointments? You started going on previews. You started, it started to click. You're like, ah, okay, I got this, where you had 12 people agree to do business with you last month, you know? Right. So, so walk us through the skills piece that what you've learned now going through the program that's allowed you to build confidence and actually get results. So, um, you know, like I, I initially went on preview appointments probably the last week of like in between Christmas because I started making calls in December, mid-December, and I went on my first preview appointments this, that week between Christmas and New Year's. And they were just terrible. I mean, I didn't go with anything that you said to go with. I honestly, I hadn't even watched the video. Sure. So I went on them and I realized, you know, I was terrible again. But I was excited to like be in front of people and like it was exciting. And I um I'm really good at closing in person. I'm very Absolutely. personable. I'm very um I understand what it means to like know your client and their motivation and, and I'm sincere in that I genuinely want to help people sell their property. And if they don't want me to sell their property, I don't want to sell it for them. Love and it. so if I know that, you know, like I, just being sincere is, is, is so valuable to your client um, and they can, they can sniff it out in a second. Um, so my skills that I had to work on were truly, you know, the call. That was my hurdle was getting the call and getting the appointment from the call. Once I got the appointment, I can wing it somewhat. Um, but, you know, still even like I'm still struggling with like the CMAs and really understanding that and the, um, the resources that I'm using. I'm still tweaking those things because the sure. CMA that I have is like 70 pages. Like taking that to a listing room is like, let me flip through this Bible real quick and teach right. you about Jesus. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, so I... I'm, I'm really still working on those skills, but, you know, just taking it one step at a time and like in the preview appointment and you, you mentioned this so much, like, don't try to do it all at once. Just right. do the one, the one next step, you know, the, the next thing, just focus on that. And so I went on a preview appointment with just my FISBO backup plan and I trotted in and did terrible and left with no appointment. <laughs> then the next appointment I made, I just printed the Zillow ad and I, I just did that. And I, I did that for one day. I had three appointments lined up and I just printed the Zillow ad for all of them. And I did that. And then the next time I went, I took the CMA and 
Um, and because I'm an unexperienced agent, so to speak, I, I still struggle with that, but I, I got better at closing the deal and through the sincerity of like me just um, genuinely wanting to help people. Um, I, I, um, I, I got the 12 different listing and preview appointments um, or 12 different listing agreements. Some of them are, are double-sided. So it's a, a buyer agreement with the listing agreement. And, um, and so, you know, it, it just, at some point, I think I texted Ron in the middle or, or maybe Keith, I can't remember, but I had, you know, my goal when I had done my business plan was to get, you know, 48 transactions for the year. Yeah. And mid January, I had already had five listing agreements and I had this like crazy thought, what if I got 10? Like what it's only, what if I could get 10? Yeah. And it was like everything I had done was like snowballing into like signing a listing agreement, signing a buy agreement, signing a listing agreement. And, and it was crazy. Um, like momentum. And at the same time, I literally called Keith Zimmer one day and I was like, okay, bro, I have 12 listing agreements and I have no idea what to do. Yeah. Like, what do I, I don't even know. I I had only put one listing in the system ever. Like I don't even know. Um, And he was just like, take it one thing at a time, you know, like just, you know, eat the elephant one bite at a time. And I would just, you know, I pulled over one day and I got chewed out by clients. I mean, all the, I mean, it was just like hellfire and brimstone. That's how you learn. That's right. And, um, and by the, yeah, by the end of the month, I had some of the deals haven't even been put in the system because they got pre-approved and, you know, so now they're going to buy before they sell. And so, you know, I started to get really organized and I use a folder system for, you know, I, I needed the physical hand. Like I want to see my actual listings in my hand Absolutely. and not on a computer screen. So I use, you know, the follow-up system through Vulcan seven, but when I get an actual client, I, I make them a folder and I, I carry those folders with me everywhere I go. And wow. every day I touch on them and, you know, you just, you just learn in the doing and that's truly um, what I'm, I'm still doing. And, um, you know, now I'm, at this point, I'm trying to put a house under contract, put one listing agreement and one closing a week. And if I, I do that, I'll have, you know, like if I can just every week, you know, I, I might not have a month or again where I have 12 listing, you know, signing appointments. Because when I started that, I didn't have anything to do but to call. And now I have all of these exactly. listings. And so... Yeah. So like that was another struggle that I had this month was like, how do I maintain the prospecting while I am Service your clients? Yeah. And really being good at that. And so I've started to add on like transaction coordinators and a couple of different things that I think will help relieve me while I can continue to focus on prospecting because I, I very much so do not want to hit that slump that everybody talks about. Where you get all this business, yeah. you help your clients, and you forget about prospecting. So that's you know, so I'm good, still learning. Kayla. I mean that that is just. I mean, it's a great, great, great story. And so, you know, what would you um, what would you say to people 
that say prospecting doesn't work that you, you know, uh, that's, that's old school. I mean, you're a brand new agent, just crushing it. I mean, you're living proof, but what would you say? What words would you say to somebody that says, Oh, prospecting doesn't work. I mean, I mean, I had this conversation with other agents at my brokerage that are like really focused on social media branding and like just being forefront of mind. Um, to me, that seems like way more work than picking up the phone for an hour and a half or two right. hours or, you know, um, you won't know until you do it, whether or not you like it or not. And you can't, like, I hated calls at first, but now it's like, it's very encouraging to make a phone call and know that someone, you know, could like, I could build a new relationship with somebody that's outside of my sphere. Like, convincing people that you do not know and never had a relationship with to do business with you is one of the greatest skills that you could ever build. You just Um, nailed it. Let me, let me pause you that you just gave me goosebumps. So you just nailed it. That's the thing with prospecting because you're in control of your actions. Right. And in literally less than an hour, based on the skills that you're learning, call a complete stranger that otherwise you would never know ever. And position yourself that they would want to do business with you is absolutely the greatest skill that any entrepreneur could ever have because now you never have to worry again. Right. You know with absolute certainty right now that you can pick up that phone and in an hour be at somebody's kitchen table presenting your case to get their listing. I mean, that's yeah. incredible power. You can't do that with anything else. Social media, direct mail, networking, you cannot do that. Um, that's why I love prospecting so much. And so what, what does the future hold for you? Like, what is your mindset now? Do you, do you look into the future with as much worry or doubt? Or is it now all excitement about how big and how much money you can make in this business? Yeah, I mean, I'm at the at a place where I, you know, I, I, I have my kids are still here. They're still alive and kicking. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm at a place of like, do I... How aggressive do I want to be? Like, cause I can make 12 listing appointments every month. Like that's totally possible. And I, um, I definitely want to do that. And so I'm like at, trying to find this balance. And I, at this point, I'm just continually like trying to um, make a listing, a closing and a sale, you know, like that's my goal right now is to so just good. do that and refine my processes um, because I still I, like I don't use banner season nearly as effective as I should. And I don't like, I don't use bomb bomb. Like I, I don't know any of that. I don't even know how to do that technologically cool stuff, but yeah. you know, I, I want to get that better and I just want to grow, but yeah, it is. It's really inspiring to, to meet a stranger and build a relationship with them and help them. And at, at my core, like that gives me a lot of inspiration in like making that phone call that the people that I'm on the phone with, like they do need my help and they don't know it. That's right. And, um, and so that's very inspiring to me to, to keep going. Um, and then, I mean, obviously financially, you know, out of those 12 contracts, um, my DCI is, is about $62,000 and, um, Tell, 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 the, tell them real quick what you told me when I posted, you know, hey, let's, let's, let's uh, have a let's be honest moment. How much is in your bank account in November? What you told me and then what, what that looks like now, because now you, you're, you're potentially going to have, what, a $40,000, $50,000 income month in February or March. 
Tell yeah. me what you said off air, if you don't mind sharing that. Yeah. So uh, in November, like, I think you went live and you were like, just trying to challenge us to be honest. And at that point I was going through like the self-reflection and yes. I mean, it's brutal self-reflection, yeah. but um, I had $12 in my bank account and I was in the middle of a bankruptcy and I was too chicken to say that in the group that everybody's like, I have, you know, 3000 and I'm like, yeah. I have $12 and, um, and mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of a bankruptcy. So like, you just feel stuck. Like I can't make a ton of money. If I make money there, you know, it's all going to be gone. And so yeah. I was just stuck, but um, yeah. So I, to be honest, like right now I, I'm, I don't have a ton of money yet either, but sure. um, because I, I had to buy 12 signs last month. Right, which right, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I just kept calling the printer. I was like, I need another sign. I need another yeah. sign. Um, what, and- do you, what do you, what do you have? What do you have pending right now to close in February and in March right now? So I have a closing, I'm supposed to have a closing tomorrow, but there's a winter storm, like the apocalypse is oh, happening geez. in Texas. And so, um, title companies just opened back up today. Yeah. And I, and so I, I might, but I have a closing this month. I have one of my first sale by owners under contract and I've listed one yesterday. We had to delay because of the storm. Um, I listed it yesterday, like around 11 and I put it under contract at uh, 10 o'clock. Last wow. Night. Congratulations. Um, yeah. So, um, I have another listing that went live that's going live on Friday. Um, we're waiting for the photog- for the snow to melt to yeah, go take yeah. photos and all that. So there's been a few delays, but um, like all of my contracts are still intact as far as like, we're just moving along. You know, one of my listings was going to list and then buy, then they got pre-approved and they don't need a contingency anymore. So Great. we're focusing on buying. Um, and so like some of that has shifted, but um, just like nurturing those, you know, leads and um, I'll have, you know, four closings right now are slotted for March and um, one this week. And then, um, you know, I still have like three listings that are out that are not under contract yet. Um, but well, look at that. I mean, listen, so I don't know what company you're with or how big a company is, but four closings in March for an agent that is less than one year in the business, that's got to put you at the top of the leaderboard at your company to have four closings in one month. And then the other story or moral of the story or takeaway is the work we do now pays us in 90 days. Now you can say with certainty that that is the truth. You busted your ass. Oops, sorry, if there's kids around in January and you're going to get paid, you're going to get all that money's going to start rolling in the end of February and into March. And you nailed it, which is why, again, I have so much respect for you you know the importance of keeping your foot on the on the gas and right. keep prospecting, keep putting leads in the funnel, keep meeting with people and servicing your clients, which you're working on your systems and your processes to be more efficient and, and effective. Um, but you've got the momentum rolling now. You've already put in the hard work. Right. And I think you would agree that you don't want to go backwards and start all over again. No. You know, so that's huge. I mean, that's so amazing. Your broker's just got to be like, oh my gosh, like how many agents are in your company? Would you say? Um, well, there's about 16, um, and they're mostly from the Houston market. One of our FISBO, uh, like fam, yeah. joined our brokerage. We met and like joined our brokerage last week or so. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I mean, it's um, it's he's a newer broker for sure. He he um, yeah. left Keller Williams and and started his own brokerage, so he he doesn't have a ton. But I'll tell you, just from like 
I'm the only person in my brokerage in my territory. Everybody else is in Houston, which is about two hours away from me. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of like the lone ranger over here. But um, even in my industry, like the other agents in my area, nobody's putting up four listings a month um, with one agent. They might be on a team doing that's that, right. but there, no, there's not one other agent that's producing that kind of volume um, that that I've seen in the last like six weeks. And so um, I have gotten some, like, I just keep posting pictures, like I have a new listing, I have a new listing, yeah, I have a yeah, new listing. Yeah. And I've had other agents call and be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not ready to share that with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so amazing. I mean, that's, that's what, so that's why I do like why this program exists. Like it, it is so selfishly. It's so, uh, makes me so happy to hear that you're winning on this level. Cause I'm like, that's why I wanted to do this with you. I'm like this, this woman, Although she's gone through so much pain and so much heartache, she's doing it and she's winning on a big, big scale. And oh, by the way, she hasn't even been in the business for a year yet. I mean, when I interview you again in another year, like I can't even imagine where you're going, Kayla. You are going to inspire an industry. And, and I just want to thank you for doing this because I know people in our, in our program behind the scenes that no one sees they're like, Kayla Fisher's on fire. I want to be like Kayla. I want to be like Kayla. And so you just have such a strong story that's very real. You went through, you, you were up here, you went through this pain in your life, and now you're, you're on this upswing. Yeah. And uh, you're definitely a stock that I would invest in. And so I'm so mm-hmm. proud and I'm so excited for your future. Uh, any last words of encouragement to agents that maybe were where you were at, were very down, they don't know if this business is for them, they're scared of prospecting. Any words of encouragement for them? Yeah, I mean, you know, like facing failure in personal matters or even in in business is is a very humbling experience. And you feel like um, you don't even know where to start, you know. Um, but you know, I've, I've shared this with other people in our group that like, you don't have to do everything right. And you don't have to do it all perfect all the time. You just have to give yourself like a little win every day and like make a little win. And, and it's, you know, what you focus on and like set your, you know, you might not be able to make a phone call and land a deal and do all of those things right now. But if you just set your goal, like a little smaller for that day, and instead of like staring at a bunch of failures, you eventually stare at a lot of little wins. And then those little wins add up to big wins. And then you eventually realize that you are strong enough to do it and that you are um, strong enough to try again. And that is something that was really hard for me. But um, I've, re- I've really tried to like just focus on my little wins and then find some Find people that are going to cheer you on. And if they're not right. cheering you on, then they don't need to, to be in your life. And, um, and that sounds like so cliche, like I would tell it to my teenager, but it's the truth. And even as adults, we yeah. forget that, that, you know, you just need cheerleaders and you need, everybody needs a win every day. And it might just be that you did your dishes or that you, you know, made the phone calls that you went on the preview appointment or that you got the listing or that you made the deal, you know, but if, as long as you focus on the little wins in life, 
it inspires you to win again and again and again. And then, you know, eventually you, you wake up one day and have 12 listing agreements. Yeah. I mean, that's great advice. I mean, this is, that's the, the winning the day checklist, right? To your point, it's like attach your wins to these small little actionable things, waking up on time, getting in a walk with the dog, making 10 calls, going on one appointment this week. That's the little wins that Kayla, that you're talking about, that you're right. I mean, you just build on top of these little wins. So man, oh man, oh man, thank you so, so much for jumping on this. I can't wait to to share this with the world. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you like I always do, but uh, I'm really, really, uh, truly, truly excited for you. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be a part of the group. It has really changed my life and um, not just professionally, but personally, just seeing other agents that are ready to like do the work and um, support people and be supportive in other people's wins is like just been such a great, um, a great atmosphere to be in. And so it's, it really is my pleasure. So. Awesome. Well, Kayla, have a, uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll finish this week out strong. I look forward to seeing you on our coaching calls. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Thank you. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.